What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Here's yesterday's comment of the day. And today, like I said, this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And I've got a nut story time that was sent in to me by a security guard about a spoiled kid. Should be a good one, and also happy Overwatch 2 day to everybody that's going to be playing it. You know, I brought back the OG Overwatch gameplay one more time. Alright, so this guy got a job as a security guard at a department store, thinking that there would never really be anything he had to do, you know? He literally applied with it thinking that like, oh, malls are dying, no one's there anyways, it's not like I'm gonna have to be doing a whole lot of securing. And for 90% of the time, he was absolutely correct. It was a very boring job, he would just kind of walk around like Paul Blart, Except he never had to give the illusion he had a weapon on a Segway. He would just kind of look at everyone and say, Hi, how are you? You know, every now and then he might have to go stand there while a customer was getting kicked out or whatever. But usually when security showed up, people were like, I'm just going to go because they didn't want it to turn into a bigger thing. So it was a really easy job. There was one dumb rule he hated though, which was that they really couldn't do anything against people that were shoplifting. Like if people were taking stuff, they could say, hey, we see you taking stuff, but they couldn't chase them out of the store. They couldn't like take the stuff back. I understand it's an insurance liability, but in my mind, it's like, what's the point of having security if they can't actually secure the stuff? Is it just to make people think twice about it? Whatever, either way, every now and then someone would steal stuff, they would usually go confront them, and the person would just kind of leave the store, sometimes with the stuff, sometimes without it. So that sucked, but that was the only thing that really, really he didn't enjoy. Otherwise, it was getting paid to just kind of stand around a mall that was mostly empty and just look at stuff and be like, wow, this department store sure would have been popping in 1957. One day, though, the manager comes over the radio and is like, Hey, we have a guy that looks like he's taking stuff in the men's shoe section. Can you come over here and just keep an eye on it and see what's going on? And that wasn't an unusual call. It wasn't super common, but he had done that before. So he goes over there and he's a little bit confused. Because the only guy in this shoe section is this dude wearing, like, head-to-toe designer. His outfit probably costs about as much as the security guard's car. Like, he just was very confused on why this guy would be stealing. But sure enough, he starts kind of watching him from afar. And he watches the guy pick up one of the display shoes that doesn't actually have a pair. It's more just kind of there so people know what it looks like. And he cuts the little wire that he has with scissors and puts it in his jacket. And the security guard's really confused as to why you would ever want a display shoe. It's not something he's ever really thought about someone stealing before. 
So he decides to go confront him, and he walks up to him and just says, like, hey, man, you have to put that back. You can't take that. Which is a pretty nice way to confront a shoplifter. It's not like, stop, thief! I will cut off your hand! Just, hey, can you please put that back? You can't take that. Pretty chill. But the rich kid turns around and looks at him like he's just a a magic dragon with three heads, dude. Just the most insane thing he's ever seen before and says, are you talking to me? And the guard's a little bit confused because he's literally the only person in the section. There's, there's no one else there. There's no one else he even could be talking to unless he's going full Foster's home for imaginary friends right now. So he says, yeah, I'm talking to you. And before he can get any other words out, the kid immediately is like, what did I do? Why do you need to talk to me? I didn't do anything. Which is a really weird thing to do if you actually didn't do anything. I mean, I guess that could be your reaction. But if somebody says, hey, put that back, and you didn't take anything, you would go, oh, I didn't take anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think you would just start immediately start screaming, what did I do? And so the security guard's confused, so he just tells him, like, look, dude, we don't have to make a scene. We don't have to scream. I'm, I'm not going to, like, call the cops or anything. Just put back the shoe and leave, and we're good. You are doing the most by making this into a scene and yelling. Like, you don't have to do that. And he starts yelling back at the security guard that, you're the one making this scene. You're the one who walked up to me and started accusing me of stealing. And the security guard at this point looks around to see if, like, there's anyone around even watching this. There's nobody in the store. So he looks at the guy and is like, there's literally nobody here. Why are you yelling? Why are you screaming at me? Why are you accusing me of making a scene? There's no one around to even observe the scene if there was one. But I think at this point, the rich kid thought that he was going to be able to, like, guilt trip his way out of it. So he says, well, you're accusing me of being a thief and it's, it's making me upset. And the security guard says, I'm not accusing you of being a thief. I watched you take the shoe. And the kid's like, what shoe? What shoe? Tell me what shoe's missing. So the security guard walks over to the empty spot on the display where the display shoe is missing and says that one, the one that you took that's in your pocket. And he points at the kid's like jacket pocket. And a shoe doesn't really fit in a jacket pocket incredibly well. So it's very obvious that there's a shoe in his pocket. But he denies it again. He's like, there's no shoe in my pocket. Anyways, the kid does this, like, very over-the-top spin move thing, like, puts out his arms and does an aggressive spin, trying to show that there's nothing in his jacket, he didn't take anything. The only problem is his, like, super over-the-top move to show that he had nothing causes there to be enough force from the spin for the shoe that he had in his jacket to come flying out of his pocket. And I would love to say that it went flying across the entire store, hit the manager, knocked him out. They, like, fell asleep in front of the receipt machine. That's not what happened. It just plops onto the ground. But the security guard looks at it. The kid looks down, looks at it, realizes what it is, and yells, That's not mine! Yeah, everybody just carries around an extra display shoe on them at all times, just in case they need to do something like this. It's not yours? You're right, it's not yours, because you weren't supposed to have it, but you were trying to take it. So the security guard just says, okay, picks it up and puts it back. And the kid is still standing there just staring at him, not really knowing what he's going to do. And he's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And the security guard says, I think that you should just leave. Like, just leave, bro. Keep in mind, he knows he's stolen it. They have security footage of him stealing it. If he really, really wanted to, he could call the cops and it would take forever for them to come because they have more important stuff going on. But he could get in trouble. 
The kid, not realizing this, though, thinks that he's just being soft and, like, not wanting to do anything or, like, is afraid of him. So he starts talking crap to him, like, oh, don't you have anything better to do than sit here and stop me from taking one shoe? I mean, it's his job. It's what he's being paid to do. So by definition, I'm sure he has stuff he'd rather be doing. But in this moment, yeah, he he has nothing better to do than stop you. I love that idea. What? You have nothing better to do? That's like getting mad at a traffic light for changing colors. Don't you have anything better to do than change colors? It's like, that's literally what traffic lights do, man. Security guard, security guard things. Like, it's just what they're supposed to do. What do you mean, don't you have anything better to do? No, that's why he's here at this moment. You think he just volunteers? You think there's not an exchange of money for his services? You think this is just what he decided to spend his Saturday doing, volunteering to protect the department store? But anyways, he starts trying to talk crap and the security guard just wants him to leave. It's more annoying for him to be here. So he reminds him again, listen, I could have you arrested, but I'm telling you to just leave. So go ahead and go. And the kid says something about how he's not going to leave. No one can make him leave. Even if he was going to steal something because he didn't actually steal it, he can't get in trouble. And then the security guard just takes a step towards him, not because he was going to grab him or anything, but because he was just going to walk away and he was happening to walk past him. He could tell that this kid wanted an argument more than anything, so his plan was like, all right, well, if I just walk away and he's left to talk to nobody but himself, eventually he'll tire himself out and leave. But for whatever reason, this, like, spoiled kid, who is still trying to argue about stealing a solitary shoe while wearing $7,000 worth of clothes, thinks that he's, like, coming over to him. So he starts screaming out that the security guard can't arrest him, he doesn't have the right to detain him, and he starts backing up. And the security guard isn't going to arrest him, he doesn't even have that authority. But he's not exactly explaining, I don't have that authority, he's just continuing to try to walk past him. And the kid starts freaking out, turns around, and starts sprinting. And where they were at was like the shoe department against the back wall. And it was a straight shot, probably three, four hundred feet to like the door to leave the store. So he starts running away as fast as he can. And the kid was pretty fast. Even the guy who sent this in to me was like, I'll give it to him. He had a good 40 time. I don't know if it's going to be good for the NFL draft or whatever. But still, like, the kid was fast. You got to give it to him. And he's running away, but the guard was never chasing him in the first place. He was not going over here to try to arrest him at all. He was just trying to walk past him. So the kid looks back and thinks that the guard isn't chasing him or has already given up, when in reality, the chase just never started. And he thinks it's because he's just so incredibly fast. So he starts saying that he practices running every day. He see, like, the stupid... Security guard can't catch him so much for... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Paul Blart thinking he had the ability to keep up. The security guard hasn't taken any steps above a walking pace. Like, not even once. This kid is so off in his own world, he's convinced himself he's in a high-speed chase that isn't happening. Imagine being with a person in the car and, like, a cop car's behind you with no lights on. They just start driving insanely fast. The car doesn't even start chasing you. And they're like, dude, did you see how we escaped that cop chase? 
What are you talking about, man? Like, no one was even chasing you. But whatever, as he's running away while, like, looking back, talking crap to the guard for being too slow, not being able to catch him, he's not really paying attention. He's more focused on taunting than he is looking where he's going. And he doesn't realize that when you're really fast, you cover ground quickly, and he's running out of room fast. And it just so happened that these doors were a pull door to exit. So, like, if he runs into them, it's not going to push open with him. He's going to smack into the door. And I'm sure the security guard could have theoretically said, Watch out! You don't want to run into that door. But he's sitting there thinking to himself, that's what a good security guard would do. Remember, he's slow and stupid and all these other things this kid has said, and a slow, stupid security guard wouldn't warn someone they're about to run into a door. Keep in mind, the kid isn't getting away with anything. He left the shoe he was trying to take, which still doesn't make any sense. He was trying to steal a shoe? A shoe? What, did you just want some, like, sick drip for the hopscotch competition? In what scenario is having one shoe gonna cut it? Whatever, though, he's full sprint, and now he's critically close to the door. There's no way he's going to be able to avoid smacking into it. But instead of running into it chest first, it's almost like he feels something coming, so he turns his head to look at the very last second. And the second he looks, he smacks into the door, and he's going full speed. And he's not, like, a really tiny guy, so he smacks into the door with some force. And where this person lives, it happens to get really bad storms, so this door had gotten, like, hurricane-strength glass, which is why it didn't break. But what did break is his nose. Because when he had turned to look and just be straight ahead, his nose smacked straight into the glass, and it broke. And he knew it was broken because immediately it just started pouring blood. And so the kid looks back at the security guard now after he's smacked into the door and broken his nose. And as much as the security guard would love to pretend that he like felt really bad and immediately wanted to help him, he's straight up in tears laughing. Imagine someone trying to get away, saying that you're an idiot, you're never going to be able to catch them. They turn around, smack so hard into a door they break their nose. You'd feel bad, but at the same time, you would be giggling. But he looks back all embarrassed, clearly ashamed, I would be too, trying to make a quick escape talking crap and ending up like that. And to make it even more, like, sweet for the security guard, his bloody nose had just leaked all over his designer shirt. So here he is, broken nose, no single shoe that he was trying to steal, and blood all over the designer shirt. Seems like the least profitable shoplifter of all time. Destroy a shirt that's worth a couple hundred dollars while trying to steal a single shoe that no one was going to buy. And also, how stupid, man. Like, it's one thing if you're having to steal baby formula because you're having a rough month and you don't have food to feed your kid, but you gotta make ends meet. It's still not good to steal, but I think everyone could understand, maybe, if you're in that situation. If you're wearing a shirt that costs a couple hundred dollars, trying to steal shoes that cost, like, forty dollars, I don't feel bad for you, I just think you're a moron, because if you wouldn't have bought the shirt for a couple hundred dollars, you you probably could have afforded the shoes. Like, goodness gracious, he probably thought it would disguise him. They're never gonna think I'm shoplifting anything if I'm wearing designer. Meanwhile, the security guard, while he's obviously cutting the single shoe off the wire. Anyways, he's standing there, blood dripping out of his broken nose, the security guard laughing. But the kid has to leave. It's not like he can turn around and get any help because he just tried to steal from the store. So he turns and starts trying to push the door open. It's a pull door. 
I'm sure the adrenaline in the moment, like the pain, you know when you get hit in the nose and you can't really see? He starts trying to shove on this door to the point where he's like basically banging on it before he figures out it's a pull door. And this, him messing with the door and failing, just looking like a moron, is making the security guard laugh even harder, because, like, how could you not? After a very long fight, he gets the door open, he leaves, and the security guard starts walking over there, still laughing, crying about it all, and gets on the radio saying that he needs to talk to management because something happened. They just have to fill out a report any time anyone gets injured in the store, whether or not it was an accident or whatever. But the manager comes down, and keep in mind, the last time the manager had seen anything is when they had called over and been like, hey, someone's trying to steal some shoes. So they come around the corner, and all they see is the security guard with tears in his eyes and a huge pool of blood. And they start freaking out like, oh my god, what happened? Oh, is everything okay? Oh my gosh, I'll call 911. The security guard's like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they start asking, well, what happened? Like, why is there a pool of blood on the floor? Why are you crying? Like, what happened? It is weird to be crying if if a pool of blood is on the ground unless someone got injured, you know? So he explains that he was laughing so hard he was crying and says that he confronted the guy. The guy started freaking out even though it, like, really wasn't that deep. Next thing you know, he tries to sprint out even though no one is chasing him, smacks into the door, breaks his nose, struggles trying to get the door open to the point where, like, all this blood out of his nose is pooling there and he finally gets uh, gets away. But, like, yeah, someone had to clean it up and he knew they had to file a report. And the manager is standing there, listening to this rendition, and tells the security guard, like, I know you guys aren't supposed to hit shoplifters, but, like, it's okay, I won't tell anyone, that story's ridiculous. They just didn't believe that that had actually happened at all. They thought the security guard had gotten a little bit over the top and, like, hit the guy. The guy had gotten away, but he was trying to make up some story to cover himself from getting fired. And the security guard is like, I'm 100% serious. In fact, if we go watch the footage, you will see that what I'm saying is the truth. And the manager and now the head security guard are over there. And they're both trying to convince this guy that they shouldn't go watch the footage. Because if they watch the footage and they see that it was a fight or something, they're going to have to fire him and report it. Whereas if they just say that, like, you know, it was an accident and don't watch the footage, then it's okay. He doesn't want everyone to think that he was attacking this poor guy, though, so he says, no, let's go watch it. And they're fighting with him, like, we don't want to watch it, we like working with you, come on, let's go watch it. So reluctantly, the three of them go into the security office, they start moving the camera around to uh, the time where it was, and sure enough, they see this entire thing go down, they see, like, this comically weird battle where the security guard is really calm, the kid's screaming, and then out of nowhere... He takes off sprinting, looking back, talking trash, not paying attention, turns, smacks into the door, blood starts going everywhere, and he leaves. And he's relieved that everybody now knows that he's telling the truth, but he starts looking at the manager and his, like, boss, and both of them are in tears laughing because they can't believe how dumb this guy was. So they make him retell the story again, and they start calling basically everybody in one by one, like, you gotta see this, you gotta see this, you gotta see this. And by the end of that guy's shift, basically every single worker in this department store had seen it. A bunch of people had, like, you know, started telling other people about it. There were other stores in the mall that had come over and asked to see the footage because someone had gone on their lunch break and hung out with X from X store and told them about it. 
But what makes this sweeter is him breaking his nose was so funny they're showing everyone, right? And while they're showing somebody, somebody recognizes him, tells them who he is, and through that, they're able to track him down. Come to find out, he's like the son of some people that are super prominent in the community. So they contact them, send them the footage, they say, yeah, that's our son, and he gets banned from the mall. But not just, like, banned. We're talking about actually banned. Like, everyone in every store is aware of him. Which happens usually, but because this kid had become so famous within the mall community because of, like, how embarrassing it was, everyone at that particular mall knew who he was. And because his parents were prominent in the community, they were so embarrassed by this, because imagine having, like, a good business reputation... Next thing you know, your kid gets caught trying to steal a shoe, roasting the security guard, trying to run away and breaking his nose. You probably would ground him too, let's be honest. So they ground him because they're so embarrassed, so he probably messed that up too, all to steal a display shoe. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm no mathematician, but uh, if I do a cost-benefit analysis on that real quick, I don't think it was worth it. I still don't understand what he was trying to do. Like, was it a dare or something? We dare you to go in there and steal his shoe? What a stupid dare, especially because they just abandoned you, man. Like, if your friends would have been waiting outside for you, that's one thing. They didn't care. Could you imagine he had to go to school with his broken nose? Everyone's like, oh, what happened? As much as he wishes he had some cool story like fighting an alligator, it's just actually that he managed to walk in the glass too hard. I don't know. I just thought this story was insane. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Like I said, I would get back to the long ones. Here's a 20-minute video for y'all. I got a really long video coming out in a couple days that I think you guys are going to enjoy, but I've been on the grind, so if you appreciate the daily upload streak, then uh, be sure to press the like button and comment down below. If you don't know what to comment down below, just comment nose job because that's probably what this guy's going to need after this. And uh, if you're new, you should subscribe and turn on those notifications. I post videos every single day. And if you like listening to the story times, but you would rather listen to the audio version of them, then you can always do that by checking out the Spotify that I have in the link down below. I post the stories there. You can also find yourself a link to the intro song down there too. And last but not least, I do a podcast over on my third channel, Scrubbay, where I just kind of react to weird news and whatnot. So if you like that content, feel free to check it out. Yeah, on that note though, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.